Hello, hello, hello. Hey. How you doing? Good. How are you? You don't have to do video. Don't even worry about it. Okay, cool. Because I was like having my cigarette finally. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> How are I you? Good. Good. Great. I love dream big. That's a good thing to think about. Oh, yeah. Or to do. <laughs> right. It's good to make time to uh, dream a little. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Yes. I have been like wavering today. Like, oh my God, it's such a big day. And it's like life. And it's like, oh, stay centered. So this is good. Yeah. And so we are currently recording, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, let me know. It was like, you want to leave or you want to stay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> like recording in progress. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. So um, you're on production right now. Is that right? Yeah, we just finished. Well, no, I have one more shoot tomorrow. Um, it's funny. Like, I'm working on the sketch comedy um, show, and we're just building content and it's really great um yeah so it's but it's just like when i'm in town i get to just do it hit it hard and then i leave on wednesday so wow (laughs) Um, is this in mexico city no so i'm back in oakland yep i just got here yeah i got back thank you i got back on thursday so but i am about to be gone from oakland and i'm gonna move to mexico city Oh, you're going to move. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll probably do like two more trips, but I'll go look for my place. And, you know, my work is going to be what I do in my body. So I could be anywhere for that. Um, but yeah, I had a really good time. You know, have you been there before? I have not yet. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't either. That was my first time. And I was really... I was blown away. I love like nature and I do I'm <clears throat> like a city child. Yeah. But so that's like the intersection of both. It was just really crazy. Let me close this one back. It was just really beautiful, green and then buildings popping out of like this forest kind of city, it felt like. And I don't know. I just kinda fell in love. I'm sold. And it's yeah, careful. Because <laughs> I can yeah. always pack a bag and you're like, I'm right behind you. <laughs> yeah, well, you got my number. We hang out. <laughs> Red, love it. Okay. Dude, so I spent like the last three hours <laughs> going through your catalog. And oh, wow. I was like, oh my gosh, like, no way we could only have a one hour conversation because right. there's so much and it's rich. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just in awe. Wow. And of course, got nervous at the very last moment. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to, like, talk to this person now after <laughs> <laughs> going through all this stuff. I was like, no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, yes, it's totally cool. We're cool. Because we met before in person. Yeah, that was the best. Because I, like, it was, like, one time, right? We, <laughs> we right. had that day. And it, I'm sure I saw you, like, two times or three times. But that day was really, like, working together and behind the scenes and making fixing the errors and making things making people sound good and yeah it was great i had thought we were gonna be working together a lot after that that's what i thought and then it was like oh (laughs) i thought so too but i'm so open to the way the world just kind of happens 
So I wasn't surprised, but I knew that like, I could always pick up with any of these people in time. Totally. Yeah. 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 So it's like, where should we start? Yeah. Where would you like to start? Is there anything that's like front of center for you that you like know what is? I'm glad you just asked that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think recently I've been, um, hmm, I've always felt like, you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, right? And I never necessarily, I didn't, I did not like the human experience <laughs> growing up. I was like, yeah, you know, having fun and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as you grow up, you just start seeing so many different parts of humanity, right? That may not all be like what you imagine, you know, maybe not even how you center yourself. And you're like, whoa, that's really pretty you know, not rad, you know, that's just not yeah. a cool thing that we're doing, you know, and it's like every day, like I try not to get into the news too much or anything like that, but something seep in and you're just like, what's going on, you know, and um, I think today that question just hit me in a way, just seeing, just, I kind of fell and watched, saw some news today or whatever, I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Just God. today. Yeah, today I slipped and looked at something and was just reading. And, I, you know, sometimes you just keep scrolling and looking at the news. And I was like, oh, stop, stop this, stop this now, you know. Right. Um, it's just because it feels like, I guess my point is like this, you know, like I know there's so much bigger, so much great stuff in the world. You know, I focus on that a lot. And then and there's also a lot of sadness and stuff. And when it seeps in, I kind of get like, I wouldn't use the word depressed but more so just like saddened, you know, like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Was it about Olivia Newton-John? I mean, that was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. That was great. Totally why my day was so bold. I know. <laughs> Greece will never you that, be the same. Yeah, honey, I would say that. Definitely when I saw that, I was like, oh my God. Like, that's so, sorry. That was really good. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I need to apologize. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That's what it was, right? Yeah. I <laughs> told you we were going to giggle through this whole thing. I can't. I need to giggle so much. I'm so happy that this is happening today. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Because I feel like, you know, it's, you know, I don't know if you get into the 8 8 day and like this portal yes. alliance. Yeah, right. Yes. And it's like. I mean, look at my, I, my avatar. It's like full of stars. Oh, for sure. Yes, yeah. I'm as witchy as it comes. I I have um, yeah. leaned in to the astrology hardcore just because like it's it's fascinating. So yeah, yeah. the AA portal. I definitely had like the synchronicities today. I was like, oh wow, like things are manifesting like almost instantly. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So how's it showing up for you today? Well, I think it's about it's like I'm saving myself every time I kind of slip into this like oh my god you know it's like no 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 yes you know like it's everything is important you know and yeah. it's all of us are super part of this huge thing that you know beyond us it's going to keep going you know I think we talk about you know climate change and all this stuff and I see it and we feel it but I don't know if the earth is going to like do anything it might shake us off <laughs> and then do what it needs to do you know right. um but so I feel this real um urge to keep on my path and not allowing the outside forces to seep in, you know? So it's like an interesting, uh-huh. like, 
back and forth or that Matrix-like move that Keanu Reeves does. You're like, whoa, let me get out of here. You know, you're not about to get me with that. Um, Right. So I think, like, a little bit before this, like, you know, finishing late, I'm like, oh, God, hurry up. I'm like, Khalil, slow down. It's okay. You know, like, let's just do, you know, be in your body, take a moment and, like, breathe. And so having this conversation right now feels really good because that's what I've been attempting to do all day but right now I oh, wow. kind of found it I'm like oh there it is you know but all day I'm like no no Khalil no I'm like okay you're right right stay on what I'm doing focus on this this is great work and then you leave and you walk past this homeless person or you see this you know this encampment and you're like oh you know so I've just been kind of keeping my uh what's a good way to say this keeping like my themes together you know like trying not to bust them and just being a little bit more um, understanding kind of like I don't get it all but I know there's a greater purpose and moving like that is <clears throat> what always saves me but I think it's cool that this conversation is happening because I, I do feel grounded right now which feels oh it's great really good yeah I definitely did a grounding before and I was kind of happy that <laughs> you're like mm. let me wait I was like, oh my gosh, like I get a whole extra hour to ground myself before this conversation. And I I like what you were saying about, you know, keeping parts of yourself kind of like intact and like not like blend into the other worlds that you're interacting with because Mm. you could, you know, end up losing your focus or your concentration on where you really want to keep your energy yeah exactly Um, yeah like all the things you mentioned about the matrix and then like slipping by looking at the news because you know it could Mm kind of like shift you out of the state of mind that you want to be in yeah exactly yeah yeah how do you do it how do i do it um well lots of practice yeah (laughs) yeah um i always think of divine timing Mm. and it's like this real practice of like surrender yeah just let it go like you have to like believe that whatever is for you is going to be there at at the time that it's meant to happen yeah and then you have to trust (laughs) that the time that it's meant to happen is the best time for it to happen right i can't say it's um an easy thing to to really um believe or trust into. It's a daily practice. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's a daily practice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I think something that I saw last week was like you know <clears throat> we say let it go, and then this guy was talking about how it's like let it be. You know, just this kind of. You know, I think when you said the divine time and it hit me again, I'm like, oh, right, right, you know, <laughs> of course. And um, I like let it go. I like let it be. I think, you know, let it go just kind of feels like you just, you know, let some weight go, like this yeah. weightlessness or, you know what I mean? And yeah. it feels lighter. Very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. And then let it be, I have to be honest and say that feels a little harder sometimes for me where I'm like mm-hmm. okay now I feel it you know what I mean and then it's like when you just said divine time and all that it's like oh 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 it all makes sense again when you're like oh right you know it's going to do what it's going to do mm-hmm. now what are you doing in that space and 
How are we, you know, thankful, like, you know, for whatever it is that we have. And I love the trust and the believe and the faith, right? Like that it will make sense, whatever that may be. Even when it doesn't. (laughs) Even when it doesn't, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A Um, lot of it does not make sense. Yeah. I love what you're saying about how we're all part of this bigger thing that's happening. And like how you said that, um, you know, we have to show up in our own way within everything that's happening around us. Exactly. So like, even if someone didn't believe in like a higher power, a higher being, language is really something I find what sometimes divides us Mm. or, um, or confuses us because we might say something, but it'll mean something different when someone else hears it. Totally, right? Yeah. Like to let it be. I got triggered <laughs> when you said that too. Mm. I was like, yeah, like sometimes I don't want things to be as they are because it's not cool. Or, right. I'm not okay right. with this. I don't want to let that be. Right. But to let something go. I want it to be something else. <laughs> yeah, I want it to right. be something else. <laughs> totally, right? <laughs> but let it go. It's like, okay. Who yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of don't look at it anymore, but it's, uh-huh. it's possibly still be here, but it's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no longer in my hands. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Amazing. <laughs> hmm. I would love to hear what you think about the music. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk- preface this if you don't mind, um, really quick, just because. Sorry, turn the water off. Um, I don't lead with anything like, like. Well, that's not true. Like when we met, I'm working at the Black Music Incubator. I'm doing production and event planning, so you know I wouldn't be like, "Hey, I have a new song coming out." You know, I don't necessarily uh, <laughs> infuse <laughs> myself in there, but I have. You know, it's something I'm very passionate about. It's part of my career. Um, so it's really interesting when I can hear people or like the way that was shared, right? Like, oh, we're doing interviews, so I'm going to listen to what you do. And then it was like, oh, wow, you, you listened, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, it would be really interesting. Well, I'm glad that I did go through this <laughs> catalog. <laughs> um, I don't think I knew how much involved in music you were when I met you. I think at the time I I saw like a bit of a CD and I knew that you did dance. Like I kind of saw you as like a performance artist, but for whatever reason, and it's a funny thing about divine timing, how like you only like see certain things in a moment in time. But then today I find out like, oh my gosh, like it's like albums and albums of stuff. <laughs> but probably the most exciting part for me was that you're really into house music and Mm -hmm. I don't know that many people who are into house music because I love house music oh my god right like house music and disco were probably playing all the time when my parents got together because that's like the music that gets me up and moving yeah sadly I know a lot of songs if I hear them, but then I don't know the artists all the time. Right. Like I'm aware of Frankie Knuckles. I'm aware of um, like Italian disco and 
Chicago really kind of like starting the whole thing and everything kind of coming out of that. Yeah. But then I was excited. I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be easy <laughs> to get through. <laughs> but then it was hard because, you know, house tracks are long. <laughs> yes. And I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to have time to get through this? <laughs> <laughs> but what was exciting was like, as I'm listening, sometimes like halfway through some of your songs, like the pace would change. Mm. And you know, like when that four on the floor starts. Yes. You just start moving your shoulders, you're bopping mm -hmm. side to side, shaking your head, and then yeah. you just get lost in time. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that you dial into that. And there's tons of other tracks I found. I did make a list. Tons of other tracks <laughs> that were not exactly like house house, like, like right. on the dance floor, but I really appreciated how narrative those tracks were of yeah. just like a creative person. Mm -mm. Oh, so, um, what I'll start with, I'll start with my favorite track and then a couple other tracks and then I'll talk about the latest one. Okay. So my favorite track overall just happened to have been the very last one that I listened to, which was oh. Brown Curls. Oh, cute. Okay. And probably because it's like you can see yourself in the track. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely like, I'm on a, a whole thing right now with like self-care and self-love and yeah. inner child and doing all the inner work. So it kind of really spoke to that younger part of me that really loved dancing to house music. Right. Like going to the clubs and stuff. Also, the video was super fun, like the runway. Mm. Definitely like kind of brought me back to my club days. I um, love that. Pink Elephant. Well, actually, the whole Junebug album. Wow, right. I really enjoyed that. I appreciate that. that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones, too. <clears throat> and um, Vertically Challenged was... <laughs> Something that really, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it moved me in a good way. Yeah. Sure, we could we'll talk more about that. And then um, Misty Morning, which mm -hmm. I also found another track off the Junebug album, Mama Mama. Yeah. It just had like a different vibe about it. And um, I would like to ask you about songs that kind of get remixed into new tracks because that's something I experience as a musician. Like sometimes you feel a vibe one day and then sometimes the vibe is different. Mm -hmm. I won't go too much more into this because I do want you to talk more than myself. But, um, okay. <laughs> but the first track I listened to was the most recent one that I found, uh, Metamorphosis. Okay. And I really like that one with some of the lyrics because, well, one, you could actually like run the whole thing on loop and it just like flows seamlessly and to beginning again, much like what we see on like those short reels. Yeah, right. Platforms, like it just works. And I had to like actually check back to see how long the track was because I had already listened to it like 
four or five times in a row I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But I like the line of how much time have we lost? Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like caterpillar and cuckoo, like nothing but a metamorphosis. It's like, yeah. Sometimes it's good to have a reminder of like how we're evolving. And things yeah. Change. It's really interesting with that one, too, because uh, I recorded that like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I just been, I was, you know, it's kind of those things where you're like, oh, you know, I liked it. I think it was a little bit before it's time for me. Like, I thought I was like, I mean, it feels very like, I mean, I always call like Khalil Anthony meets one DMC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, just kind of the beat is just so not like what I do. I guess I would say it like that. Um, or what I've done before. But that one, I feel like the fact that it came out so much later that I made it, and it's obviously about time, like you said, and metamorphosis and how it changed. It just always, when I hear it, I just think about like, wow, you know, like it still feels current. You know, it definitely message-wise, I'm really big on like lyrics where I think, you know, even in house music, it, says, it always has this real folk pay attention to what you're saying thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I'm mm-hmm. always really like, I don't want to just be like, love you, love you, love you. You know, I guess not what I'm, <laughs> you know, I think love is really important, but I feel like it's like, how can we tell a story of this something else that it's like, oh, I saw the love in there. I saw this and that. Um, so it just felt, it feels like as old as it is for me, it feels very new because obviously like I'm changing from the beginning of this conversation to right now, you know, and yeah. um how important it is to like remark on those moments and just appreciate uh, the tem- temporary reality of life, you know? Like it's, it is always changing, you know? You look yeah. at something long enough, the image will change too, right? Like it's like, so how are we, even to turn back to what we were saying earlier, it's like, how are we looking at the world we live in, you know? Like I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sad this is happening. And you look over and it's like this budding, you know, flower or these birds flying in the sky and you're like, well, what am I focusing on, right? What am I focusing on? Yeah. There's so much to see. Yeah. So that that's cool. That's why I wanted to just jump in there then because I was just like, oh yeah, that one to me says so much because it was 12 years ago and then hearing it now, I'm like, whoa, how much change has happened then? How much change is always happening? Right. And it's like, oh, let's not rest on anything. Let's just keep moving with it, you know? Mm. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool one. And I think, you know, it's funny because the Junebug album. So I got to work with this guy. His name is uh, Malik Crumpler. Are you, mm-hmm. are you from Oakland? I'm not from New York City. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think you were from here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, not like that. Like, I was going to tell but I think nobody's really from here that I really, I mean, I do know a lot of folks who are, but it's a bunch of us, obviously. Um, and Junebug so this guy named Malik Crumpler now he lives in Paris but I met him oh shucks when I met him actually he lived in Brooklyn but he's from Oakland Um, and he he, um, uh, did the music on my second album Train and then Junebug and then the Scare Up album is just a remix of the Junebug album right so he's just such a big musical aspect to me but the Junebug album I got I recorded it in Paris like on his couch he sent me like I think he sent me like eight 
tracks it's all this music and i you know and i like start, start, starting to write lyrics and then when i got to the song he's like hey man we're gonna scrap those songs he talks just like that <laughs> hey man we're gonna scrap those songs i got some new songs you ready and it was like okay you know like I, it's something about <laughs> you know a certain situation you'd be like no i have new right? songs and, da, da, da. and it was like i just i'm always so gung-ho to be working with him so i was like okay you know and we literally recorded all of that in like four hours what? five hours something crazy something Amazing. crazy like yeah it was one of those things i think i was just so i think i was living in berlin at the time um i lived there for like a year and a half and um it was i've just been i was just so open because berlin is <laughs> I, I was gonna say crazy but like it's very sane actually right like it's just yeah place of like oh my god I am so free you know like what am I Berlin is, yeah, hold I it back Berlin. right mm-hmm. oh just really great you know and I think I was so open you know so I spent the weekend in Paris um and I went to his house to the core and then it was just like we just kept going bam 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 um and the album it came out on Prince's birthday, who is oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously an influence in our music, right? Like, yes, and I didn't care. Did, I didn't want to hear say. Prince, honey. <laughs> no, I love when people do it because sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, I just heard this song, and I swear this is you," and they'll play that this amazing Prince song. And I'm like, "Girl, like, thank you, but that is not me, honey." <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, he's a huge influence in my life. I think the idea of like growing up to see this, you know, um, black man, Puerto Rican man, this man, you know, in high heels and panties and panties and no shirt and this black trench coat is just like, okay, you know, yes. <laughs> that's that's what's up, you know, and I think yes. just my own evolution into my queerness and my blackness and my musicianness and just being like, oh my God, it's like a whole vibe, there it is, like the vibe, totally. you know, it's like this <laughs> person is like, you know something so I've <laughs> always felt like <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say I'm like this person is a something but it's like we don't have words whole, right <laughs> it's, it's a symbol. parade this is, yeah <laughs> my god so I felt always like with my music it's like I want to you know continue to make music but I wanted to mean something like and I don't find the joy in like hey look at me I do this I do I do I, that's not my that's not my position mm-hmm. ever you know I feel like you know played in the clubs in the world still which is great and the house world won't throw away any song they love right they will yeah. <laughs> play it forever <laughs> they will remix like this song I did where you are they remixed it five times and like I every like year that. I'm just like yeah they're like hey we got a new one and I'm like cool you know like I, I love it um and it's, you know, it's helped to pay for my life, <laughs> which Yay. is cool, you know? Um, so yeah, I think the experience, you know, because today it's like your music, obviously every, I'm sure music forever, like people you know, get paid for it or whatever, right? But like the way it works now, it's so, uh, like you can listen to everybody's album forever and a person gets a penny, you know, for right. everything. So it has to be, I know for myself, when I have a, a a song release it's like this I make a party for myself and then I let it go the expectations of anything happening right like I'm like okay like I just listened to it 10 times had a good time now if I never have nobody listen to it again I'm gonna be okay you know and it feels mm. like that's been my uh practice with the music because it's just so it could be difficult to continue doing that work 
if you are expecting to become Beyonce or some weird thing, you know, that, (laughs) you know, like, and I'm not that big into like, I have 5,000, 500,000 followers. That's not my jump either, you know? So it's Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. how do you still remain the vibe without being everybody's vibe per se? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, where it's like this, like, I'm the vibe, I'm the vibe, I'm the vibe, I'm the vibe. It's like, ooh, girl, okay, I see, you know? And then it's like, I feel like I walk out the door, like, I'm the vibe, you know, there's an aura around me and that, that sustains me, opposed to, I gotta be like, you know, this person, or I have to make this much uh, money or have these many fans for me to feel like I've made a change in the world, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm hearing a distinction between how our ego wants to be represented mm-hmm. and like our intention behind why we're making music. I mean, I definitely right. like grew up wanting to be a rock star and wanting yeah. to do all the things and had plenty of opportunities to do that. And I always turned them down because at some point I just didn't feel aligned with Mm-hmm. giving up my privacy and being a slave. yeah there's just something yeah. about it that I didn't feel comfortable around and um obviously we could do a whole thesis on self-confidence <laughs> but um yeah it definitely informed the way that I wrote music and and shared my music and I really like how you said that you'll make a party for yourself to then release the music to the public and it's it really is kind of like that like it's a birthing like yes you birth this creation and then you're going to present it to the world and it's like it's like when the the boat is leaving the shore <laughs> like yes. okay off you go right my, my creative baby <laughs> yeah yeah they don't have children right like fleshy babies right that i have okay. so many offspring right or all so many babies who just are not breathing mm. <laughs> milk and all the stuff you know so i've always looked at my work as like this bursting process yep. really love that more so than changing diapers like i don't know of course <laughs> i've always i've been like i would love to have one but you gotta come when you're five years old you know? oh. <laughs> you've already read the book of me and you know how your dad wants you to no. know but um <laughs> i find it easier to take care of a song than <laughs> of course like life right yeah <laughs> um so i take it like that you know everybody you know in my life so interesting because I grew up with you know a lot of great people or whatever and a lot of people looking like oh my god I'm so envious of your life you do this and this and this and it's like you know I think yeah obviously being a parent is really important because you know our parents made us and you get to create this life and stuff but I think it's a, um I'm always really shaking when people say that to me because I'm like no it's you know, we're all here doing the thing. And it's like, I wouldn't trade my life with anybody because, you know, yeah. you, people might see something and it's like, oh, da, da, da. And it's like, I still get sad, you know, I might, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily in a relationship now or whatever, but like my work, my work is my relationship. So then yeah. it's like, I look at people who have these families. I'm like, oh, you know, like, that looks nice. Um, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I don't think I, I would never, I would, I would ever switch, you know, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, 
we all are doing very impressive things no matter what it is, right? And yeah. I think raising a child would be at the top of that for some reason. It's just like it's a big thing. <laughs> I agree. Know? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like the grass is greener and people mm-hmm. don't realize like how much work goes into yeah. creating or nurturing something that you have an emotional attachment to. Yeah. And you know, of course, songs are not babies, like baby humans or or right. dogs or cats, right? But it's something that we're emotionally bonded to, that we put oh time God, and yeah. our own energy into and our love into. So um, it's not really something that we should envy for the other. And a lot of times, you know, we think we want something and then we get it. And it's like, ah, no. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that to be like a baby. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, it's three months in. I think I'm good. Um, you know, like, mm-hmm. no, you know, <laughs> the commitment's totally different. Yeah. Totally. But I think, you know, like what you were, sounds like what you were saying too, it's like, you know, because I'm working on my fourth studio album now, like self promoted and whatever. And it's such a, it's just interesting because I'm sure mm-hmm. this process that I go through I've done it before but you have these very rough recordings right or like I have these words I might write and you get the music and it's still rough it's not mixed or mastered yet but then I'm like okay what's the album what's the order like I'm already like what's the order of the album before the sound is there and obviously this will change but this process of like listening to this all over again then I got you know the producer will fine tune things and I record again then they'll mix and master and then it's time to think about the art and then it's like wow you know, mm-hmm. and but I I find it to be, I was flying back and I was doing the order and writing like little notes, and I was like, oh wow, you know, like how many years have I done this? You know, um, yeah. And this process feels it feels new every time because I've heard the song I'm sure eight hundred times every one of these songs, but in my mind right now I have to make it fresh every time. Right, I can't be like, yeah. oh here's this song again. You know, <laughs> like no. Yeah. Um, and then when it actually comes out. I maybe have a good week of still enjoying. You're not gonna say I don't like it, but like I won't listen to it <laughs> that much because <laughs> I heard it so much. Yes. And then it'll surprise me when I hear it. I'm like, oh wow, I remember, you know, like okay, you know, I'm open to hearing it again. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I feel like it's such um it's a process. I think process is our process or like working and process of work or creating is so divine right and holy and like how you respect it and then when it comes out thinking like oh this is gonna do all these things for other people it's like mm, I can't I, like I said earlier I have to clip that part so I'm like okay you know like you said you push the boat off in the water or it's like the bottle with the note in it and who yeah. knows if anybody will ever see that note you know um but they do you know there will be people who do um but I want to detach from the anticipate expectation of what that looks like right. in this world because it's you know I got five million dreams or I made this this or I'm on tour this that you know I keep the value of all of that um and I've done tours and I made like I said this music has helped me <laughs> do a lot of things in my life nice. and I feel like it has to be bigger than that right like um it has to mean something to me right uh, yeah yeah, I like that you said that because it immediately reminded me of how if we give and give and give, 
we're just giving it away with no guarantee of it coming back to us right like whether it's in the mm. form of like views clicks or fan mail that sort of thing but when we create something with the intention of meaning that we know we can always look back to it and feel good about what we created because yeah. it was from something that we had like full intention to create something to right. feel proud of and um there's kind of like a regeneration of energy it's almost like we fill our own cup back up yeah that's so important Mm -hmm. but yeah it's funny like right when you started talking I thought about how like you know at times when you're working or doing stuff and maybe not feeling appreciated you can feel like the depletion of your energy or your cup or whatever mm -hmm. and this like I think that's the kind of um what I'm avoiding like what I'm what I don't want right like I, yeah. I, I the, my practice has created ceremonial releases or ceremonial aspects to the creation because at the end of the day you know you could be like oh you made a song great who cares right like but no <laughs> participated in this age old form of art artistry mm -hmm. and for me i've worked with people all over the world you know like it's just it's such a and sometimes i've never even met them in person still right like wow. the way technology works so then you start going into something for myself right that's bigger because I I want to be connected to you know all of us in the sense that we already are but you, sometimes you feel so disconnected right so yeah if the work was just about like making the money and booping running da, 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 I mean I would sure I would put a ceremony around that too um but right now I'm able in my mind to do a lot more work with this like I still have my production work that I really care about I write up um I write for a lot of different things and I move through the world in a way that I feel like I'm creating some synergy around a vibe, right? Like the creation, creation or creativity or renaissance, something that's like sustainable here. Cause I don't feel like there's nothing that really is, but like my art practice is right. Like my yeah. commitment to being, you know, the best I can be today is fair. And like, you know, in yeah. the, with the oh, production value of the work, right? Like, so it's right. like, oh, this has, you know, you can't really, you know, we can say, I don't like that music or blah, blah, but we're gonna, we can talk about the musicality of it and it's happening. It's not like, oh, that was whatever, you know? Right. Um, and I feel like that makes me feel successful, right? Yeah. Where there's, I love, obviously we live in a world, a capitalist world where you need money to pay your rent and you need, to move through the world and of course we love to get paid well for how we do things i'm not saying that by any of course means. but i also feel like there's layers and levels to it right like with mm. that i've been paid really well for things i haven't felt proud about and that feels yeah. weird you know what i mean yeah. like of course i spent my money or bought what i bought and kept moving but like the initial exchange felt like Oh, you know, um, very transactional and not the spiritual creative juice that I like. Um, mm, yeah. Like you, you know, we make choices. You're like, eh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because um, yeah. I always imagine having an empty cup but having to perform and then having to do an interview and having to do all that. And I can't even see it. You know, like for yeah. me, because when my cup is empty, I'd be like, oh, honey. 
<laughs> I'm tired. We're done. I don't got no time. I'm done because I need to yep. rest and get my cup back up, you know. So, um, yeah. So I did a little light Google searching, or I should say web searching, because I actually don't use Google. Um, <laughs> don't cancel me. Uh, <laughs> no, please. <laughs> but I found uh, all over the African diaspora an immersive global five-day Black house music film experience. And I got oh. super excited but sad that I missed it because <laughs> it was so recent. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. Um, tell me about that. Gladly. Um, yeah, so speaking about like the house world, right? So, um, think, so obviously from Chicago, um, my cousins all were DJs relatively bad DJs, but they were DJs. And they <laughs> they weren't that great. And not to say I ever started like play outside because I was really young. But they would play all the time. And you know, just I feel like it was pop music in Chicago. You just hear house music all the time. Mm -hmm. Um so I always had a love for it. Never ever had any ambition to be like involved in the genre of house. Like that was not ever a thing. Um yeah. then my first album came out in 2007 and then the second album came out in 2013 and it's called train and then this um guy from uh sheffield his name oh my god i'm gonna forget it but i won't say he's a great dj I'll, his name will hit me in a second he um asked i met him actually sorry so i was teaching in leeds england for a little bit and met this guy in sheffield that man monks is his name that man monks he's like hey can i remix these two songs nice. he remixed his two songs off of my second album and those songs like crazy just really big in a way that I had never known in music right like nice tangible it was like whoa um and then we made some more music and then it's like in that world it's like hey I heard your track I want to make music for you hey I got this track you want to be on it you know and then you know for me it was all about having some discernment and since I'm from Chicago I was like well if I don't like the song I'm not singing on it it's easy right <laughs> it's like you know like damn anyway boom so then fast forward to 2017, moved to Berlin, and I was with these group of people, and we started this organization called Woodwork, which is all about like reclaiming house and techno and screaming at the top of our lungs. It's black form. <laughs> Chicago, Detroit, stop playing. You know, they'd be like, no, London and Berlin. I'm like, girl, you wish? No. Uh <laughs> you know? Always. I was like, what do you think? What did you create ever in London? Like, I love London. Like music, what have you created? It's, different. Like, you know, it's just different. Don't do it. Um, right. And then uh from there, this um person that I, I so first time I came to uh, Oakland, two thousand when I moved here. No, it's July. Nineteen ninety seven, excuse me, nineteen ninety eight I came, met this woman named DJ, filmmaker, and with Woodwork, it's a 2017, 18, 19. I, she wanted to be a part of the group. We started talking about um, films, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think it would be really great to do a festival um, around house music, you know, and techno music. And we're like, how does that work? And then her and I kind of split off, and the Bijou Film Festival was born. And the first year, 100% online, because it was maybe, what was the second form of COVID? Uh, Delta virus or something. So we were all inside. So we had a really successful first year. Um, because in my mind, I'm like, who's gonna 
you know, send movies. I was really scared. Who's going to send films? I was like, it's going to mm. be like 12 films, you know. So we had like, what, 350 submissions from wow. over 30 countries. Wow. <laughs> right? Like, it was unbelievable. Like, I was, that's like the most recent thing I had done. I worked with a person and, and created that blew me away. Like, I had no idea the desire was there. None. Um, and last year, the films were really great, right? Like, I don't, I felt like, I think I was just big-eyed the whole year, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we had a big commitment to do all of this on uh, Juneteenth, you know, just because I think yeah. sometimes people hear house and techno, they're like, that's not Black music. And it's like, it's no, like, uh, it is. It is. Even <laughs> Black folks, right? Like, Black folks will say that. Yes. Like, I don't like that shit. That's white stuff. You're like, I'm like, you no. know who's singing those tracks. <laughs> right. You know, where they recorded somebody's basement, like, mm-hmm. yeah, on 67th Street in Hofstede. You know, like, these places. Yes. these cities that are black, you know. Like, you um, so we're like, seeing scenes of factory, honey, just all of it. <laughs> right, right. You know, or just black people in music generally, right? What do they do always? It's like, exactly. oh, give me that track. You know, we about to. So <laughs> we wanted to make sure we put it during um, Juneteenth, and That's then this true. year we got like, oh my god, from forty different countries, almost five hundred films, and uh, wow. quality was bananas. Like it was. I was, like I said, like, because I, I, last year, I don't think I, it was four people looking at films. This year, I think it was just her and I. Wow. And a couple, yeah, we did the bulk, and it was like other people did a couple. But I was blown away. Like, the quality was beautiful. Last year, the top place was Uganda, and then top again is Uganda. And I'm just like, that's the kind of festival I want to be involved in. Yeah. So wow. we, you know, are, we just finished this second one and we start with the fundraising world and all that stuff in September but I'm super excited about what it looks like you know we had about like one two three two no three in-person events this year which was really great um an idea around the festival is that you know maybe after year five we'll move from Oakland and then go to different cities yeah um it all depends on how <laughs> we how deal with is. diseases and, yeah, and pandemics, right? But yeah, it's just really nice to see um, the, that work. Um, I think it was great to see how much people had electronic music. They had the films already. They're not making films for our festival, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great to like say something out loud, not know that it was really a bigger community out there and then be plopped in it where, you know, two years with the festival, I think people really enjoy it. This last year, we got more press than we've had before. And I just see a lot of um, growth for, you know, following years. So it's something I'm really excited. Um, DJ and I, you know, got together <laughs> and uh, created this idea. That's so awesome. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Because in Thank a way, you. it sounds like you didn't really know what was possible or who would be out there to receive it. Totally. And then you find out you actually just created a space for everyone to come to that was exactly. looking for it all along. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that, yeah, you hit it on the head. It's literally like, let's do this, you know, and not knowing <laughs> that, you know, um, yeah, there you go. Like we, like we said at the beginning, beginning, you know, it's like divine timing. Like you mm. never, you know it when you know it, right? Because we could have been like, let's do it. And in my head, it meant getting 12 films and having this hard time trying to put the festival together, right? But the reality <laughs> was, you know, no, you know, you have to, you're turning down films. You're, 
you know, the best films, and we just showed the 25 films at 30 this year. Um, but uh, there's 50 great films, you know what I mean? Like, we already said our number, and it's like, ah! So, amazing. yeah, yeah, I feel really, oh, it's so good to think about it. I feel, that's the one thing that it happened this year, and I was like, wow, I'm really proud of this, you know? Yay. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Don't even worry about the the space. It's good to oh no, I like sit and in, integrate. <laughs> hmm. Was that the the most recent thing that you wanted to talk about today, or EU film festival? Yes, recent. Is there more? I I know I have so much stuff. <laughs> You're so sweet. Ah, I feel like, um, yeah. I mean, you know, like I, I love that you asked at the beginning what you talk, what you want to talk about, and I kind of talk about some of the little sadness or whatever, you know, or just the world, and then thinking about like, well, it's how you look at it, you know, just all of these different perspectives and pivots, right? Like depending on what angle you're looking at, anything changes. Um, and I think, yeah, I don't know. I know I'm going, I'm going through a lot of um, changes right now, which maybe a little bit more than I'm used to at once, which mm. is just creating, what is it creating? More thought, more like um, spaces to sit, more rest, <laughs> you know, where I'm like, I don't know the answer to that, but okay. Uh, read a book or let's, you know, go sit, at, sit in the grass. Um, but I do know what happens after this, right? It feels like I'm in this really interesting incubator period. Uh, yeah. And if I look back at my life, you know, those times are like these little moments of like, you're chilling. It looks like you're chilling, but you're kind of just building up the energy for the spring, <laughs> spring off, right? Yes. <laughs> the the, the pop off. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but it's just, this is a lot of changes because I, I was working at the Black Music Incubator and left there in June and I had a roommate and then I don't now and I'm moving up the place at um, Mexico City and I'm traveling again, which, you know, I was doing extensively before the uh, pandemic for work. Yeah. And now getting back in it, it's like, you know, you travel differently now, right? Like there's just so True. many ways to, there's, yeah, it's, just, it's interesting. Like that's my, Pride and joy, get on the plane. I love and live. I love a hotel. You know, I I love mm. that stuff. <laughs> and um, now it's just it's just very different for me. Where it's like, you know, well, it's different for everybody. I don't want to be selfish. I'm the only one who's being affected by this world pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, no, it's very different, and I'm appreciating the differences, right? Where it was like, mm. I didn't go rage out in Mexico City. Um, I definitely was like, you know, I did this and here and, you know, took time and sat at cafes for hours and just had this really come back to me moment where it's like, okay, you know, so I'm working on a screenplay right now. I have this album coming out and, well, I don't know when it's coming out, but we're working on the album. Yeah. And then these smaller projects that are happening in Bijou and things that are just part of the lexicon of me. And it just feels like with all the changes, it's like, okay, who am I? right? Outside of all this stuff and then inside of that too. So I'm getting closer to those answers and yeah, I'm very thankful for this conversation because I felt like a little earlier I was like, ah, 
ah, you know, kind of going through thoughts and just wishing things were different. And then like, oh, no, 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 let it go. Let it be. Just be. I can be in the world however I want to. And I can see the things the way I want to see them opposed to like, you know, the way the news is like so sensational, like da 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 da, the world is over in three days, you know. You're like, yeah, oh, that, you know. That's exactly <laughs> why, you know, I, I related to when you said you slipped up. <laughs> Look at the news. Okay. It's like, Slip. yeah, I can't, can't do that. Because they have their, they have their vibe. They're trying to sell ratings. Mm-hmm. Share news in a way that pe- keeps people engaged. And I'm not really about that right now. <laughs> no, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> no. no, thank you. <laughs> I like that voice. I think that's great. We're kind of like, no, you know, we submit <laughs> right. to like not doing that. <laughs> right. Oh, man. It's wild. Hmm. We didn't even talk about James Baldwin. <laughs> ah, they're like, we'll never get off the phone. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Like that to me, like he to me is like, like Prince to a certain like. I mean, more so James. It's so funny only because I guess. Well, I can't do that to either one of them. They're like both sitting here, like who? Which one you want him or me, honey? I'm like both. Oh, of both. Uh huh. <laughs> both. All? Like. Oh, exactly. D, all of the above, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Jane Bowen for me, because it's like I was such a nerd as a kid in this fun way. You know, I never, I was never ever like taunted for being smart. It was always great and encouraging. <laughs> like, you go. And I'm like, oh, That's I need awesome. a books. You know, it was just fun. Yeah, it was just like a really good thing. And then when my hands touched his book, his books, I don't know which, it must be Giovanni's book. Yeah. I'm sure I heard his name way before I read the book, though, right? Like him being political right. on TV or something. And then when I read that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. You know, it was just like, yeah. how dare you? You know, like just so, I got goosebumps right now. Like it yeah. just changed my life. Like I was, I had to be in my teens, but it was like, you know, it was definitely not uh, even in the know that I was it is a word I'm queer I like boy you know it was just like oh right. I'm supposed to be straight I'm supposed to have a girl you know it wasn't I didn't you know I was kind of like regimented and I kind of just followed the leader yeah. <laughs> which is dangerous yeah. here and um when I read that it wasn't like, a, like oh yeah I like boys it was just more like I love writing mm, I love how yeah. layered this is like it's one I mean it's a million parts but I could just get caught on like you know, and David and Giovanni first meeting her in that cramped cab and they're riding right. down the sand and you could just smell the cab. And you could smell. I was just like, you could just see. I mean, he's so, uh, so brilliant with his he's a master, strokes, you know, a master, mm-hmm. a master, you know. And then it's like, after that, it's, um, what's my one with Rufus and them, another country. And that, I'm just watch, I'm just like you know, like I said, I'm watching him speak as this Jewish white lady. You know, like he just can be anybody. He just yeah. you know, and it's like takes you to that ubiquitous of blackness, right? Like we yeah. create we come from everything, right? I think I you know, not to <laughs> try to trope our existence, but just like there's so much magic in being black to me. Where yeah. he was able to just show me in this way where I was like, I'm down, let's go. You know, I wanna be 
everywhere, you know, like the Paris, wanting to be in Paris is about him or being in Europe and then going and be like, I get it, you know, and then seeing what he saw or just having these fun experience as a black artist. And definitely, I think Paris and Berlin, I've had the most like, ooh, you know, you just feel like people, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's exoticizing, but it don't feel the same as it feels here. And I don't yeah. know why I think sometimes, you know, it's just... <laughs> Well, you're yes. having these kind of like we're having this conversation, but it'd be like with some stranger you just met at the bar, you know, like, right. oh, what are you doing here? And you're like, oh, I do this, but oh, and then you're having yeah. great conversations, not about, about race or your inability to see that you come from the same place, right? right. But right. about the work, you know, and that I'm not, oh, I'm a human and you see me. No, you know, it's like we are meeting somewhere else. Um, yeah. But I think James Baldwin just, he was such a, a conduit for me like a midwife to all of this mm. that I'm experiencing now you know I love that um, yeah I've been using that it's whenever I can think about it like for those people who really helped you know give me life you know um yeah he's he's huge wow We would definitely need to do another hour just on writing alone. Yeah. And definitely like dive deeper with James Baldwin and creative writing in general, especially since you are a playwright or a screenwriter. Yeah. And I've and, written my, I wrote my first novel print published in 2012. Yeah. And that's the, uh, I'm using that. I wrote the screenplay based off of that novel. So we should definitely <laughs> check in again. Yes, please. Um, I would love that. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read your bio. Okay. And then we'll have some final words. Okay. And I, I think that would be a nice organic wrap to our amazing conversation that I did not have planned at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, I knew it was, those are the best. It was just like there's a lot, and it would do no justice to force anything. We just have to be where we are. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you made time for us to to connect. I am too. Yeah. You definitely, it definitely like a like a lifesaver. <laughs> Not like I was going so far <laughs> deep, but it definitely. I'm like, oh right, hey, 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 hey. You know, like, it's, yeah. Like immediately Sweet. we started talking. I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Yay. <Thank laughs> That's you. always my intention to um <laughs> to kind of bring something of joy Yay. to people. I'm happy. Yay. So Khalil Anthony is a polymath, a multidisciplinary artist working with various mediums and media. His work investigates the relationship between spirit and space the Black body, sexuality, society, and the urban experience. A sought-after creative consultant and artistic director for BIPOC artists and brands, Anthony has worked with international organizations and businesses around cultural equity and strategic design. Khalil is also a multi-published author, art curator, and commissioned visual performance artist and entrepreneur. His latest works include 
rebirth of a nation coloring book series for Black Joy and the album Scarab, an international collaboration featuring artists from seven countries around the world. Khalil weaves together artistic intentions through his writing, dance, movement, acting, painting, arts admin, education, as well as song. His work speaks to a diverse audience and varying communities. So our guest, Kalia Anthony, it's been an absolute honor to chat with you today. Definitely not the last. <laughs> and I send you off to the rest of your day. I hope you have wonderful time in your new grounded space, peace of mind. And um, any last words you'd like to share? Oh, I would love to share one of my favorite quotes by uh, Rainer Maria Rilke. Mm. Um, Let everything happen to you. Beauty and destruction. Just keep moving. No feeling is final. I love that. It's beautiful. I, I I messed up. It's beauty and terror, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, honey, just keep moving. Okay? Uh, professional. We are professionals. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, "Oops, I said the wrong word." Tell everybody, but we can move through destruction and terror and beauty alike. You know, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I just want to thank you for this space, Ripley. Continue inspiring, folks. This has been really fun and. I feel like I'm going to carry a lot of this energy throughout the rest of my day and make it fabulous. So I appreciate you. Awesome. I appreciate you. All right. Yay. Yay. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye.